works very hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in Tom and anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Talton Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God, I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sports Beat Extra. I have a brilliant lineup for you today. I'll be chatting with the captain of the Carlos Senior Hurling team following their victory in the Joe McDonough Cup. We'll also be hearing from the Waterford boxer who is closing in on a televised fight with one of the hottest prospects in the UK. But first, following a midweek draw with Cork City, I'm speaking with the manager of Wexford Youths. I'm Sean Connolly, and this is Sports Beat Extra. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. Following Wednesday's one-all draw with Cork City at Ferry Carrick Park, Wexford Youths sit in sixth position after 11 games and are 11 points off of leaders Piemont. I'm joined by Youths manager Stephen Quinn, who knows all too well about the determination of this squad. Stephen, what were your takeaways from Wednesday's draw with Cork? I suppose it's frustrating um, because, like a lot of the games in the season, um, we've created a lot of chances um, but like the hardest thing to do in, in, in the game is to score goals and at that moment in time that little bit of luck and just maybe getting that goal and it doesn't matter what way it comes um, it just isn't happening for us at the moment and then probably the goals that we're conceding are, are disappointing um, where it was a cross come shot kind of I suppose Wednesday flies in and gives gives Cork something to hold on to and you know, the, the onus is on us then to go out and, and you know, get a winner and really push and I think we did that and we it was a decent performance and the girls done well and we create a lot of good chances um but just that that goal is eluding us at the moment and we just haven't scored as many goals as we'd liked and probably conceding a little bit more than than we used to, we were usually doing um the other end following a four-day turnaround in fixtures with the Munster side it is only one defeat in six ahead of a meeting with all rivals Shelburne but at this stage of the season do you remain confident in the side's abilities to climb the table yeah, I do. Like any Wexford Utes side, like um, so obviously the task is is tough. And but like seasons gone past, you we've been in these scenarios where we're you know written off and we're a good bit of points behind teams. And we went on even last year. We got to the final game of the season. The previous years, um, against Shelburne, you've seen Piedmont were miles ahead and Shelburne nicked it at the end. So um, we'll never give up and we'll we'll just stick at it. And we just have to keep looking at our performances and. And just keep kind of get three points and see where it takes us then when it comes to the end of the season. Um, so we have a big game now Saturday week. We have no game this weekend with the with the eleven teams in it, so it's a bye week. So it gives us time to recover, um, go through a few things, building up into the shells game, and then going out looking for a performance and get the three points. And then it's kind of league is put to the side for for a large period of time till August, and we look forward into a cup competition. And at this stage, do you feel that the squad is closing in and returning somewhat to full strength with the return of some key individuals? Yeah, look, it's 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 part of the game, really. And um, the key players that we've been missing, like Keir Rossiter, Kylie Murphy, and Rihanna was away. And I think, without making excuses, I think you take three top players like that out of any of the top teams, I think um, they'd struggle as well. But like in, that, in saying that, like we've had we players that stepped in now and done really, really well. And you know, even... The games that we have lost and, and maybe drop points, we still felt like we have strong enough to go and get them results. But um, we just it just hasn't happened, and and that's sport. Sometimes you don't get what you deserve, and there'll be ups, there's downs. Um, but we all just stick together, and we know that um, 
our performance on our day that we were, were as good and if not better than any other team in the country. But at the moment in time, we're just, we need to piece together. I think more players coming back, we're going to get stronger week on week. And we're just looking to build now into Saturday week and get good training to a lot of the girls. A lot of these younger players as well, they, they deserve an opportunity because they've been working hard. So it's trying to balance and all that. But um, oh, look, we're in. We're in a good position, bodies-wise, people are coming back, um, so we're just trying to build momentum now. There were a number of signings in the pre-season, notably last year's Player of the Year, Emily Corbett. Following her goal midweek, it's 3-3, three and three, 4 for the season. Do you feel that she has come to terms with a new style of play in a new team? Yeah, look, it, it can be difficult, and I suppose when you make these signings, and they're really, really good signings, really good players, really good people, that you're, just, you're hoping that it all clicks from the start, but... Realistically, sometimes that doesn't happen, and Emily's been working hard. Um, a lot of the girls working hard, but just the goals haven't been coming. But kind of more out in the wide areas now, and the goal on Wednesday was probably one of our best goals um, that I've seen even, yeah, even in previous years with that with that loan. Like it was a really really good goal. So it's all confidence really, and you just see her now in the in the last couple of games she's scored, and you're going to see a very very confident um, young player um, hopefully score more goals for us. But like that again, she's still. She's still very young, like Avian's age, nineteen years old. Like so, we don't we don't put pressure on her, um. But uh, she's a quality player, and I think um, motivation and all that is key. I think she has it now with them three goals, so I think she'll she'll fly. And just how important will the likes of Emily and Rihanna Jarrett and go be over the coming months? Oh, very important. Like they, they are. When you put piece them together with Kylie Murphy, you've Abby Brophy, Kira Rossiter, Avine, like we've when you look at a paper, like we probably have one of the strongest um teams, if not squad in the country and they're gonna play a big part for us and and I know we always look they're gonna be big players, but the players are gonna come on and and change the game for us and add energy to us. Like but at the moment we're creating a lot and it's just that final piece in front of goal. So I think the sharper we get and the more work we do, I think um, the goals will, will come and it will click at some stage. Um, and it's just keep them, keeping the faith really and keep them everyone motivated and and just looking forward to next games and looking forward to next performance. That's one thing I want to touch on with the squad because you've always spoken to me about a desire for quality options from the bench in order to allow for competition in places. At this moment with the squad you have, are you happy with the options at present? Yeah, no, look, we are and with the girls coming back from injury as well, it gives you a headache around selection. And, and like Mikhail Lawrence had been had going really well and just had a little bit of a of a knock coming from the Saturday game. And, and we brought in Kiola, which is she's only sixteen years old, like and brought energy, um, won her tackles, but quality in the ball as well. So we have options there. And we've some of our nineteens there have qualified for the elite phase, um, have done really well and been in training with us as well. So it's it's trying to give everyone the opportunity, um and at a spell is where some of the players aren't doing on the pitch that we have that quality to come on and I think that's important and, and places up for grabs is, is a big thing and, and if it's too settled and everyone knows exactly what's happening I think that can be a downfall sometimes so we have very good competitive places some of the younger players are really pushing the senior players and that's a great way to be and you spoke about the inevitable break that's coming up after Shells, and that's as a result of the Avenir Sports All-Ireland Cup. Now, the group stages were confirmed midweek. They put you together with Glen Torren, Piemont and Shamrock Rovers. Are you excited for the competition to begin? Yeah, no, look, definitely. It's something new. Um, it's probably something that's been... Could, could look at further down the line where we could put maybe the two 
two leagues together and you can make a really good competitive league and maybe have two divisions and that. Um, we've actually played Glentorn last season in a pre-season friendly and we played Cliftonville in pre-season. A lot of teams from Dublin would have played a lot more than Northern teams in, in friendlies um, before the season starts. So I think we all kind of have a good scope for each other and, and know, we know the quality that's up in Northern Ireland. So Glentorn would be one of the top teams and obviously we know that Mount and Shamrock Rovers are one and two in the league at the moment. So um, it will be three really good tests for us and then it's play three games and if you top the group then you go into a semi-final and final after so it's another opportunity to win the league as part to get a, hopefully get a good result now the start of the week and then we're looking forward to three games um, against top opposition I think sometimes we perform optimal levels against the, the, the top teams as well at times so I'm looking forward to seeing that and just build momentum now into that competition as well and we're all looking forward to seeing it as well it should be some top football as always the very best luck against Shells Thanks very much. Appreciate all the time you give us and the exposure you give to the female game. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Beat Extra. Following the tremendous success of a lifelong ambition to fight in his home county, Waterford's Dylan Moran has now got his eyes set on world titles. Dylan, before we focus on the present and the future, I want to rekindle your memories of April and your victory in front of a home crowd at the SE2 Arena. Was it everything that you imagined it would be? Yeah, Sean. Firstly, thanks for having me on. It's always good to catch up with yourself. No problem. Um, the homecoming, uh, a box I'm delighted to have ticked. It was everything I thought it would be and more. Um, a great night. Uh, it was something that obviously had been in my head for a long time. And I finally got to make it happen. Again, you know, I'm not the only one playing my part. There's a lot of good people with me that made it happen. Also, shout out to Neil Power people at Walford for coming and supporting um you know I've got a lot of good people around me that play a massive part in all these things happening but yeah it was a great success for us all absolutely and ultimately success in the night with a victory talk me through the sixth round and your stoppage of Mauro Godoy yeah round six um you know I'm at the stage of the fights now where you can't rush anything you got to feel the opponent out see what he's about you know feel the power um got a good reading of him you know breeze through the rounds and round six I caught him with a good shot decided to jump on him uh, they complained it was stopped early I couldn't disagree although my opinion after watching it back was I thought it was a great stoppage by the ref as he was out on his feet and I feel that I got robbed of a knockout um, again great job by the referee but I could see their argument and you know the dramatics of it it just added to it all um, but it was a good fight while it lasted I enjoyed it there were some much needed rounds and uh, yeah credit to him and do you have aspirations of walking out in Waterford anytime soon again? Hopefully. Um, who knows? Uh, in the near future, I don't think so. But, you know, definitely, again, I, I would love to do it. You know, the feedback was great. Everybody had a, a great night. And, and, you know, the question was, when is it happening again? Like I said, who knows? I would love to do it. And when the time is right, I hope so. Shift the focus to present day and murmurs about a potential fight with the Albanian king, Florian Marku. It's about as exciting a fight as you could have ever imagined, Dylan. Yeah, it is for me, Sean. You know, I've been coming on radio stations of for many years and every interview you give, you're trying to get to a certain point, you've got an end goal. And this is pretty close to it. Um, it's as big of a fight as I could ask for. Arguably one of the biggest names on the up in British boxing, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, a dream come true, really. Um, a difficult fight. Very difficult. I'm under no illusion that it isn't. Um, but it's a fight that I fancy, 100%. It isn't done yet, and, you know, I know from experience, these fights aren't on until you're actually in the ring looking at each other. But it's as good as done. 
hoping to have it confirmed this week. And uh, yeah, we'll get to work. This week, so it's going to be that soon. And he, he's a, a huge name. He can supply a passage to Sky Sports, television, as well as launching your career further than you possibly could have imagined on such a short period since your return to the ring. Yeah, you know, the way I'm looking at it is Florian Marco is my golden ticket. Um, a good, clear victory over him, you could go as far as saying, would be career and life-changing. Um, and that's most certainly the way I'm looking at it. You know, a lifetime of hard work, it's taken for an opportunity like this to present itself. It's finally happened. I'm all for it. Um, I didn't take two seconds to give my answer when they rang and asked about it. And yeah, like I said, let's just get something in writing. Um, get a pencil in and get to work. It's very exciting. You're obviously a man who really, really drives yourself with that work and your training has been going well, particularly since you have had a shift up and return back to your roots with Jimmy Payne. Yeah, so um, obviously the last fight I trained in Germany, my last few fights and last good part of my life I've spent in Germany and just time round, you know, Mark, Flying Marco is a step up in class, a step up in levels. And, you know, sometimes these things just come to you that a change is needed. And it wasn't a decision. I jumped on. I weighed up the pros and cons for a good few days. And I decided to go and rekindle a relationship with an old coach of mine, Jimmy Payne. Uh, most of, if not everyone will know who that is. And, you know, in my opinion, he's one of the best coaches around. We had a chat. Um, he liked what he was hearing, I liked what I was hearing and we got our first session done this morning with himself and his son David and I left the gym smiling knowing I made the right decision so you know it's a new chapter for me you know secondly I'm delighted to be at home um, I just felt Germany had served this purpose and I left for all the right reasons and after training this morning I feel like I made the right choice But Germany was another notch in your belt and having completed that training session this morning do you see many similarities between Germany and what you have now? Definitely. And I see all the advantages. I, exactly what I knew I was missing, I seen was in the gym that I was in this morning. And, you know, I'm excited. I kind of stopped progressing in Germany, let's say, and hit a ceiling. Like I said, it served its purpose. And I was saying, where am I going to find what I need? And Jimmy Payne was the name that came to me. And after being in the gym with himself and his son David this morning, I'm very confident saying they're going to add exactly to my game what I need to be Florian Marco. Well, we look forward to it. And as always, it's a pleasure. Dylan, very best to you. Sean, as always, thanks for having me on. Have a great day and I'll speak to you soon. Tracking sport across the southeast. Sports Extra. Rounding off what has been an excellent day, I'm now delighted to be joined by the captain of the Joe McDonough Cup winning Carlo Hurlers, Paul Doyle. Firstly, congratulations on winning a remarkable game of hurling against Offaly. How does it feel, Paul? Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. Firstly, uh, thanks very much for having me on the show. I'm absolutely thrilled to be on. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, absolutely uh, brilliant. I'm thrilled, thrilled. And I'm very, very happy since. Um, It's been been excellent. And uh, uh, sure, just still on cloud nine, really, you know. Um, just delighted to get over the line. Um, really, really tough game, but delighted to win. From the spectator watching on, I, I think it was the greatest highlight for the Joe McDonough Cup that we could have got. It was a game that had it all large leads, comebacks, sending offs, extra time. What was it like out there in the middle of the park? Uh, sure, it was it was helter skelter stuff, really, you know. Um, like, sure, end to end, really. The, the, the pace of the game was. Um, it was so so quick, really. Um, like the the ball has been poked out, and yeah, you you thought the ball was down the far end of the field, and then before you knew it, it was up with you in a second. You know, I haven't played a game as quick in, a, in as a long, long time. Um, so it was it was great, and there was times there where you kind of thinking, okay, we have this game, and then awfully like awfully never took the 
the fall of the pedal at all. They kind of kept back, taking point after point after point, and they uh, they got back level. It was there just at the end of um, normal time, um, and it was kind of looking nearly like they they were going to um, the extra time, like they were going to run away with it, really, because they had all the momentum with them. And uh, luckily enough, now we're we're able to break that um, in extra time and try to get in, get back on top of them. Then ourselves, I like, can try to to manage the game a bit better. So it was uh, it was an immense game to play in, um, and like one that's going to live long in my memory anyway. For Chris Nolan to step up at that time and to show that level of skill first, and then the level of composure with everything that was riding at that moment of the game. He's a man made of tough stuff, I'll tell you that, isn't he? What's 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 he like on a daily basis? Chris is Chris is a great hurler, really. Um there's no there's no other word to describe him really. Like he's excellent. Um his uh his skill level is very good and his um just his natural hurling really. Uh like his touches, he's left and right striking, he can like he can do it all really, like he can be a nightmare to mark at times and uh you're in training sometimes you could be marking him and you could be leaving training there after getting a few points scored after you and off you and you're kinda of thinking, Oh god, am I at anything here at all, you know? But um uh, marking the legs of Chris now would definitely prepare you for championship anyway, put it like that. But yeah, he's a very good hurler first though. And for you, walking the steps of the famous Hogan stand, lifting that cup, did it match up with anything that you could have ever imagined? No, that's, that's 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 the pinnacle, really. Like um, like I, I would have said it during the week, really. Like it's the stuff of childhood dreams, really. You know, like you, you look at all in the final day and you see different captains doing it throughout the years, and you're kind of thinking in your head, like it'd be, it'd be great to do that, you know. And like just even to get the opportunity to lead out the lads. And be able to do that, it's 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 brilliant. Um, and it's something that's going to live long with me. Um, like just being able to get up there and then like kind of soak it in for a few seconds and look around into the crowd and seeing like the family and seeing my um friends there too. And then seeing like I, I teach in uh presentation de la Salle in Bangstown and seeing the students from there too and different parents from that area as well and all the people from the club at home and just different people around the area uh, around Carlo because like it's a close-knit community really too all the hurling community in Carlo because we um like a lot of the people you see about the different games and stuff like that you know we all know each other inside out so it was just great to see such excitement and such such happiness in their face too because um like they turn around and seeing grown men crying in the stands as well like you know just just shows how much it means and how much pride they really have of being from Carlo and it's just great to be able to, to to bring such joy to people's faces Reward for your side's valiant efforts on the day is now meeting with Dublin in the preliminary quarter final stages of the All-Ireland Championship what way is the mood in camp and how are you set for that? Yeah we're, we're really looking forward to it um, now we know ourselves we, we have a massive um, a massive chance or, or not massive chance I'd say but like we'd have a massive um task ahead of us really. Um like definitely like it's going to be a really tough game on us. Um because Dublin have been playing at a higher level than us now in the last uh four or five years. Um we, we haven't been able to play, we haven't played them in in, in um I think it could be four or five years at this stage. So like they like that higher level is I want to stand to them like you know so all we're gonna be trying to do on the day now really is just try our best to stick with them because we know we have a, a massive task on our hands. Speaking about that higher level and you're looking forward towards 2024, a return to the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship, what does that mean to you personally? It's huge um, because we, we got a taste of it in 2019. Um, we played four games up there in, in Leinster and, you know, like that year didn't go to plan for us. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a tough ask to come out week on week um, and play against such top quality opposition. 
But we're, I, I really look forward to it. Like you're testing yourself against the very best in the country. Um, you're going to be marking the people that are you've been watching on TV the last few years and kind of hoping that it, like in your back of your head that yeah, I'd love to be going get going up there and giving it a go. Like, but like just to be even give it given a chance to be great to go up there and play there. Um, because uh, that's where you want to be, really. You want to be um, uh, up against the, the top teams in the country. Working so closely with the county for the time that I have, I know that there's been an extraordinary amount of work put in over the last few years in Carlow with Hurling. Is there a real feeling that this group of players, and I suppose future senior players, can now start to mix it up at the highest level and that getting into Leinster in 2024 is just rewards and where ye actually belong for the future? That would be the hope um, that we would be able to sustain a level that we'd be able to stay up there year on year. Um, now, we know ourselves that it's extremely difficult to do so because uh, looking at records of previous years from teams that gone up in the John McDonough, they, they struggle up at the top. Um, and... We would we'd just be looking to, to, to get a foothold up there now next year and uh, trying to ensure that um, after 2024 that we'd be able to stay up there. Um, that that would be the big goal now for next year. But we know ourselves now we're going to have to... We have a massive body of work ahead of us now over the next few months and before we can even face into that next year if we want to be realistic about staying up because we know ourselves that it's going to be very, very difficult. So it very much sounds as though the camp is staying grounded and taking it game by game. Paul, it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Once again, congratulations for that cup win and I wish you the very, very best in moving forward. I'm going to be watching on very eagerly. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. That's everything for today and it was time well spent with some of the very best sporting people in our region. Keep your messages coming through our socials and your emails coming through to me at sport at beat102103.com. Beat Anthems is on the way after an opportunity for every club across the region. Club Focus with Eco Solar Energy. The solar experts you can rely on. Make the cleaner choice. EcoSolarEnergy.ie Tell me, have you heard about Beat's Club Focus? Each month, I jump in the car and I visit a club in the region. Now, that lucky club will feature on air, online and across all of our socials. And what's even better is that at the end of the 12 months, one lucky club will bag themselves €1,000 bursary. That winning club will also be chosen through a public vote, so it allows for an opportunity to attract new members. Club Focus is part of Beat's ongoing commitment to support the work that all of you local clubs do while also celebrating the positive impact that you all have on your local communities. So if you want to get your club involved today, head to beat102103.com forward slash club focus to apply now. Club Focus with Eco Solar Energy. The solar experts you can rely on. Make the cleaner choice. EcoSolarEnergy.ie